haven't burned down in Toronto. We're still here. <laughs> and it's <laughs> sunny outside. Yes, it's it's raining. It's raining again. It's raining. Yeah, it has been to Monday, Tuesday. Today is Wednesday. Oh, I gave the day away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Sometimes the mystery is gone. <laughs> Oops. You, you, usually it's Sunday. Yeah, but we we were lacking a theme to talk about since since this has to be funny. But I mean, like, it's not really funny, but. I'm trying to find a funny curve from being in one colonial nation and talking about decolonization of the planet. So, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the UN Charter since, you know, I, I don't know if you read up on this. Actually, Patrick? I wanted to ask if it's a real serious episode. <laughs> oh, it's gonna well, be funny. I mean, I. <sighs> I mean, like, there's a lot of funny things to me about this whole thing. So I'm, I'm just going to start ranting, right? So, like... In three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, for, first of all, I had to read up on the fact that there is, at this point still, how many was it? 17 territories on the list that are controlled by former colonial nations, including... The United States. Yes. American Samoa is actually ah. under United States control. Then you also have technically, is it a state or is it a territory? I don't know. It's Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. <laughs> right? And 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 this is my this is my first thing where this is kind of fucking funny, right? Because there's a guy recently that was in the news here and he was trying to come back from Puerto Rico and rent something or or use like services in Florida. And they just basically detained him at the border because he was just traveling with his ID. But he argued that because it's part of the States, hey, like I just need my driver's license and they just didn't care. Big legal battle bullshit, wamba bamba. But <laughs> bottom line is, they're in such a peculiar legal state by just living there. Like you get a lot of benefits, but like at the same rate, you're in. Excuse my French, but fucking nowhere, right? Like but you know what I mean. Like it's similar, similar to which is what I also found interesting. Um, were were old former French colonies, right? So like French Polynesia. Mm. Islands in the middle of nowhere. And it turns out actually they... that that eff effectively, well, well, first of all, we all know that every single one of these islands is a huge tax haven. Like you don't... And you can't it's... pay them with euro. I mean, like, listen, like, if you go down to Bermuda and stuff and, like, Puerto Rico and, like, you want to you wanna go and open a bank account and get a citizenship, you just have to deposit a certain amount of money in a second bank account. You know, it's as easy as that. Like, I'm struggling getting Canadian citizenship over, like, 10 years. I could just go down there and literally buy a citizenship. If I wanted to and like open some sort of shady front business, whatever. But, you know, interestingly to me is 
why are these countries holding the form the, the these territories like if you look at them where are they on a map and what are they primarily most of them are either very specific hotspots of commodity trade so you have gibraltar mm-hmm. for britain you have ceuta for spain which is a city that they own that's in another country. Wait, what? Garb, right? Um, then they still have claim to the Eastern, Eastern, uh, what is it? Eastern Sahara? or some, What is it called? That, what is that called? Uh, Western Sahara, sorry. Yeah. Disputed though. It's disputed between Morocco, Swarmy, Sharavi, Arab Democratic Republic. So, and then you have Virgin Islands, Turk and Kaisos, Tokelau, St. Helena, Pitcairn. You have uh, uh, down south, Falkland Islands. Like, these are all just, what they are is just buying literal um uh, uh, uh naval um maritime rights right because it's about it's about your 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 country's legal right into the international waters and that's what it is and technically france when you compare like what britain is doing by retaining these kind of territories and france is doing by retaining these kind of territories is technically that they're the largest naval influences on the planet. Still, by just by maritime law and the amount of, of, of naval land that they are legally allowed to access and conduct their own shit in. Like, same thing, like the French fucking doing their nuclear power tests in French Polynesia, creating <laughs> Godzilla, you know, torturing my Japanese friends. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty pretty interesting. If if you just see the uh, British, yeah, right, former colonies like Bermuda, I yeah. wasn't aware that Bermuda is still a yeah. Like it's 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 weird territory. because so so same thing, right? So I looked this up a long time ago that the the French islands are technically under European protection. However, the citizens cannot get a European passport and are only legally recognized as citizens of France. And France is the only government that legally recognizes their citizenships. Similar to the British, wherever like they would have been accepted in the European Union, but their citizenship itself is only legal in the state of Britain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and otherwise they have nowhere to go. So, like, while it's nice that you're in the tax haven, and I and and this is why I found your first article so hilarious, right? With those stranded, uh, um, the stranded uh, refugees there, and how they're describing that their conditions abhor it because it's not so much that they can't get help. Nobody knows where to put them because of the legal status that you find yourself in now that you have become a landed immigrant on an island with a questioned legal status as it is. 
it's a conundrum. <laughs> you following the logic? Because yeah, this but... is like this is the whole like uh what what hold on. Fuck. What was how was it phrased in in hold on, hold on. Where's my other tab here? The 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 biggest issue I think is that they are fighting to be yeah free and found their own state or just well, go back. In the case we want to talk today is like the Chagos. Well, it's island. like that with many islands. Like they're all we somewhat can... the same. But, That's but, why I started this broad. Sorry. Yeah. So that was the, the, the first idea to talk about the Chagos islands and the atoll. And this is an interesting historic fact because there have been uh, like Bourbonese Creole speaking people in history. Yeah. So like French mixing something. And I thought to do like a short history lesson. Yeah. Just, just to this at all, because they have a really interesting history and changed the land a few times. Or the owner. Well, like the, the um, owner. well, well, okay. It's you have to you have okay, it's the same with Portugal on the on the continent. It's not that they changed the owner, it was just sold to them. It was sold to the colonizing powers to have an access to the Indian market before the eventual British colonization of India. In that case, of course, yeah, they they so, bought the whole land. Yeah, exactly. So it's like like the with Chagos. the Spanish, the Portuguese, the French, they all went past those tiny little atolls that are in the southern Indian Ocean that are just there and serve no purpose other than. Here's a small island where we can build a base. We don't have you on the continent, but we can still conduct trade with you. Mm -hmm. That was sort of the idea. I mean, ultimately it failed horribly, but you know, because British said none of that would just take it all. <laughs> um, and then also like this like whole part in there about the, the fact that they're asking for reparations. It's like, I have my difficulties with reparations, man. Like I listen to this every day in North America and I, I find the concept in and itself quite ridiculous because every single person can go after every single person as far as you want to go back into history and, and one person. You can ask for another. reparations. Yeah. So like the, the concept in and itself is pointless if it's, if it's okay, if it's, my dad killed your dad and it's that close and parties are still alive and you can identify parties involved. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Maybe there's a case for reparations. So like, let's say the Ukraine wins this and, and Russia has to fucking do like a, a, a Mar Marshall plan on rebuilding and they're basically held financially responsible for this blah. Okay, cool. That makes sense. But when we're talking about asking about reparation, about shit that happened 100 or 200 years ago, I think now we're getting into stupid territory, you know? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it that way. <laughs> In that particular case, you're right, because the whole atoll 
were bought by the British from the French because Napoleon lost the war, yeah, was defeated, all this. So, and they set up some coconut plantations there, wanted to set up companies and trade and all this. They want to get rich through these islands. Exactly. Because in, the sa- in the same time, you have other islands they fought for, like in the 16th, 1700th. Right. So it's not always I'm going to yeah, buy no, your so land and that's it. So, and here you have a smaller toll bought by the British and afterwards through contract with the USA, they set up there a big military base for 50 years. And then they started to deport all the people and brought them to the Seychelles, Mauritius, or... Doesn't matter. I mean... Hopefully they're gone. We're going to back. I mean, that's that's the issue. That's that's a philosophical question where you gotta ask whether or not a government has to write to to relocate people, right? Because given that the, the atoll itself does not have any independent authority and is technically a territory of the British, they, uh, I mean, government-wise, yeah, I'm pretty sure even in Britain they resettled people when they needed to. You see it in all kinds of freaking countries that people get forcefully resettled but there you have it in an enclosed like yeah there it's an enclosed territory of course but like the way you got to look at it is the country that owns that technically is britain so if they say yeah mm, well we want to sell or lease that land to somebody else well they have every right to okay but how do they got french citizens or when these islands became French territory, they've never, yeah. they've never paid anything to French guys. Yeah, so I mean, like, yeah, this... just go somewhere, say, "Ha, huh, it's my land, it's my flag," and now, yeah. oh, this little shit island, gonna well... sell it to the British, and then you have some small little island in the. Indian Ocean and say, okay, now they're British. I don't want them there. Hmm. Let's deport them. That's that's the way. It's kind of touchy, but again, I'm 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 a hate to be like the advocate of reality here. It's like historically <laughs> speaking, it's the rule of the stronger, and the European powers just abuse that to the extreme. So. I'm. I mean, like, look, man, Germany wasn't the cleanest country in history either. Am I proud of most of the shit? Nah. Is it interesting? Sure. Uh, did many countries kill each other? Sure. Uh, do we have still claims to things that we shouldn't have claims to? Yes. Um, you know, like it's ultimately. I think it's a matter of understanding that. Mm, People make claims to lands that they may not be able to make claims to, man. Every country does. It, it's like, I'm sorry, but like that's a harsh reality of, of, of the fact that on a social development, humanity is not yet um, 
past their tribal phase, I want to say. Like, we're still, like, if you really think about it, humans still act within a tribal phase right now as a, as a whole on the planet. We're not acting as a species. We're still acting as separate tribes that are geographically over the planet and assert, so, assert dominance over one another. So we do agree that in history, dumb things were made. Right? Oh, of course, of course, okay, of course. Good. Human so history you know, is full of dumb shit. <laughs> if, if you know that one decision was really dumb and a lot of people suffered from this decision. Yeah. And the case here is that might, might be possible that the former inhabitants of the Chagos Islands right. are able to go back to their homeland. Okay. But they will be under the government of Mauritius. Mauritius? Mm -hmm. Okay. Which is also a former British colony, but okay. is self-governed. So the only thing the Chagos Islanders want is to be state repatriated be, basically yeah okay to be free again because they are no well well, well hold they, on they are not hold on to the Seychelles because the issue is it's just 50 years ago 60 years mm. so they are right a lot of the descendants are alive and they, some they, of the people that actually were removed then are right. still alive so, okay and they just want to go home and do their own shit But they're not well, when is the lease over with the with the United States? Uh, 2016. Oh, and they, oh, okay. I, I'm not quite sure if they extended this for uh, another 20 years. So right. then 2035 it will end. But the first, the first islanders made a visit to their uh, home islands okay. last year, and also in. Also in 2016. But if you do dumb things in history, why can't you just say, okay, go back to your home country. I don't need this fucking island anymore. Do what you want. And in that case, do the right thing. Because all the people there living now in Great Britain or Mauritius or the Seychelles, they don't feel like Britons or anything else right they are they're out of Chagos place. islanders yeah right what's so, the issue with doing the right thing well the issue is that there are most likely military interests that are preventing this from happening that are paying upwards in the hundreds of millions if not billions of dollars from one government to another that says No, we're going to keep this as a strategic base that is uninhabited other than our military so we can do whatever the fuck we want. That's exactly what that is. And I'm sorry. I mean, like, okay, think back to the Falkland Islands, right? Argentina saying, yeah, this is clearly ours. Like, look at the area, blah, 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 whatever. And then I think there were some historical aspects as to why that should be Argentinian. Mm -hmm. Don't know exactly the backstory, but nonetheless, 
The British defended it and wanted to keep it just because of its location in the South Atlantic. It's very simple. Like it's 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 radar positions, man. You don't even need to have a lot of military on it. It is just about the geographical strategic location of these islands and why to maintain them as part of your, you know, quote unquote empire. Like, for example, take the French islands in French Polynesia and like how their islands, when you look at it through the Pacific, make a nice little trade route and nice little refueling stations for ships. It's nice. You're technically in your own waters and you can have your own military exercises. There's nothing preventing you from doing any of it just because of the spread of the islands. So yeah, I'm sorry. It, it sucks for people, but at the end of the day, it's still elected governments, I suppose. So in, in, in to some degree that is supposed to be there. Yes, they're supposed to act in the interest. And actually that's something that... To your point, hold on. To your point, actually, and that's interesting. So, in the when the when the UN was formed, right, there were still um, a whole bunch of, of of colonies that, during the formation of the United Nations, eventually became independent, which yep. eventually led to their to their resolution in what was it in. Uh, in the 1960, the United Nations General Assembly adopted the Declaration on Granting of Independence of Colonial Countries and Peoples, which then in 1990 was or led to the uh, International Decade for the Eradication of Colonialism. Okay? And they, they extended that from... 2000 to 2010, which which then, co funnily enough, coincided with the anniversary of 45. Anyways, um, the thing here is the UN passed those resolutions. So you're asking why why are they not undoing this? I'm, I'm asking the same question too, because these territories should all not exist at this point anymore. If they don't have a physical connection to the actual main country that they belong to i don't think there is a a, a case for maintaining like non-independent government right but so so you you can compare this to the uh in my in my opinion you can compare this to the uh, u.s military stations here in germany yeah so it's fine it's still Germany around. Right. And it's okay. You have the military base there and Germany around. So what's the issue to give the land back to the real inhabitants oh, yeah. and just keep the base there? It's okay. It's fine. Because on 3rd November 2022, the British Foreign Secretary James Cleverly announced that the UK and Mauritius had decided to begin negotiations on sovereignty over the British Indian Ocean Territory, the BIOT. So, and taking into account the recent international legal proceedings, and both states had agreed to ensure the continued operations of the joint UK-US military base on Diego Garcia. So, it's it's fine. 
just keep the base there, but right. just give the land back to the former owners. So why okay. are they currently not doing years it? Ago, like 300 years ago. What's what's the public statement and why it's not being done? If the if 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 the if if the British already agreed to it, who are because, the landowners? Because you, at the same time, Mauritius and the Maldives are yeah. arguing because of the economic zone there. Aha! There we're back again <laughs> where I originally started. This is about maritime law, and this is about tolls and passage rights and allowance within that those international waters that's ultimately like look man that's ultimately why colonialism started it's not it wasn't so much about the land as to control and bypass certain trade waves so for example colonial like the main prerogative around colonialism was to bypass the ottomans to ensure that there is flow of spices and flow of silk from Persia, or, 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 or sorry, the, the silk and, and spice trade that was blocked through Persia and through the Ottomans, not reaching Europe without heavy taxation. Mm -hmm. So what they do, they sail around freaking, they colonize all these little islands along Africa, they go around Cape Hope, and then they go back up, and yeah, lo and behold, there's India, great. We bypass the Ottomans, now we pack all the shit on ships and sail it back home and get rich. And it's no yeah. different now. Now now it's just even better for them because now we have international law and we actually have an extension zone of direct influence, which is what, 50 miles? Is it? 50 uh, or 20 yeah. miles? 50, I think it's 50, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's that, that, that means something on the ocean, especially when you're in little atoll areas where you can only go certain ways and where major shipping trade routes come by. And also it is also, also what you have to remember, we as Westerners, because of islands like this and because of these kind of maritime ownerships are the benefactors in the sense that it enables global trade. Because it is because of those military bases that are on these islands that international trade is in fact safe. So you're talking about colonies they're like three, four hundred years old. No, I'm not no 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 no. What I'm talking about is the fact that these islands and they're like I said, they're important geographic locations are I know. mostly airfields protecting international trade. So I want to state another point because this is a, it's like a really young history fact we're talking about. It's not like the old colonies which have been yes. founded in the yeah, yeah. No, 17th, no, no, you missed it. Right, so, right. But other way, globalization, say, okay, they, 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 they want to found their own state, right? be free. But in the other hand, we could say, just wait like one, 200 years. Mm -hmm. They get familiar with the feeling, be like part of Mauritius or Seychelles or Maldives. Or so Britain. Because, or Britain. Because <laughs> right now, because right now, 
they are arguing that they don't feel like the it's, British. It's all, yeah, they don't feel British nothing. Oh my god, but nowadays nobody knows what they're feeling like anyhow. Everybody feels like something different every day. Okay, that's a bad yeah, but, example. But they do, but... because you have a little minority in Great Britain. So how many they're... people are we talking about here even? Is, was it a thousand, right? Uh, yeah, like it's... Something like end, that. It's just a I few. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just, listen, like, I'm like, okay... And they just want to live Here's their a, life. Okay. It's like, right, it's, right. Okay, they they have some oil down there. Just just a bit, but in the end, these islands are not rich. There's nothing. Yeah, typically they're pretty barren little islands. Like atolls never really have that much shit on them that it would be interesting other than like fishing. You could do a bit farming. <laughs> nothing. Not really because Yeah. Set up a little like hotel. economic value, like other than geographic location, most of these islands have no economic value. But again, it's uh, just about this military size. base down there. Well, I mean, my argument here would be is like, okay, how many, how much money is the British government making through that lease, and what is in the lease to the United States? If it states that the United States reserves the right that there's nobody on that freaking island, then too bad, so sad. It's a contract. You got to wait till it expires. If it gets renewed, it gets renewed. If it don't, it don't. Then you can go back. And then you can sue the British government for a, re a, a, a relocation cost or resettlement costs and damages occurred and whatnot. And you'll probably win. And the British government's just going to print a bunch of money and give it to them. And it has no value anyways. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, like, I'm sorry, but that's harsh reality and when we're talking about a couple of thousand people i mean nobody in the world's gonna shudder their eye i'm sorry like the world's cruel the world's a cruel place man and a thousand people in the south of india on a tiny little island at all man the world's more concerned about conserving the last living rhinos than a thousand people on an atoll like, like, I'm sorry, let's face it, like, there's more, there's more public outcry about the dying rhinos, the dying bees, than there ever will be for a couple of thousand humans, because guess what, there's 8 billion of us. Okay, so it, it isn't worth to... Hell no, man. No? You're upsetting, no, first of all, like, that's, that's what I'm trying to describe here the entire time, right? Like... Ultimately, like as I become an older adult, I realize that governments have to weigh options, right? They'll, they'll have to weigh with respect to the greater good. So like you as the individual to the government, man, you don't, you don't matter. What matters is the benefit of the group to the government and that the group that you're reinforcing and benefiting reelects them. Okay. So mm -hmm. if, if there is an economic value to Great Britain, to lease that to the United States and Great Britain in turn makes sure that whatever they have a couple of extra billion dollars in their annual budget, then they're not going to care about a thousand folks who had to be relocated and are now on subsidized housing and get their shit paid for by the British government. Uh, I don't think that this is the fact. Okay, okay. So, so <laughs> now if this is not the fact, 
I am expecting to a very large degree that these people got resettled, paid for, and in technical terms, their life standard has improved manifold. Now, okay, but- that is, hold on, hold on, hold on. That, that may be our, our perspective of living standard. Maybe mm-hmm. to them that doesn't matter. However, the British government is going to look at it from a different perspective. They're saying and comparing this to their own country because to them it is part of their country and they deem it so. So, ergo, they're part of the how many people are in Great Britain? Sixty some million. But it's that's the typical hybris of government, governments, and economical strong countries, and the typical well, of hybris course. of European. Yeah, but in my eyes. It's not I fair. mean, listen, it's a neo-colonialist view, okay? And and that will persist for a while longer. However, when you're looking in the news right now, I find it funny when you're watching news, for example, coming out of India, for example, right now. And you have British reporters going down there and interviewing these people. And India is smart, man. They know they're a way bigger economic power right now than Britain can ever be again. So the British reporter goes and he, he, he squawks about Russia and how they have a good relationship with Russia and blah, 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 this and blah, 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 blah. And the guy from India says, well, guess what? First of all, we're an independent country, so don't judge us. We can do whatever we want. We don't owe you nothing. Mm-hmm. And when you come down here, you should not judge out of your neocolonial view and see us as the country that we are. And I'm like, yes, yes, buddy, bravo, bravo, stick it back to the man, (laughs) tell them how fucked up they were. Eventually, listen, eventually governments like Britain and former colonizers are going to get stood up by their former colonies. That has already happened in Britain technically, and I'm not quite understanding how there is still such a sentiment for that given relationship USA, Great Britain. Right? Think about that history, right? Mm-hmm. Now we can look at the same way Spain and Mexico. Same thing. Mexican economy now is for a hell of a lot more than the Spanish economy. Country itself, you know. So in that regard, I th- I think Are you checking that? No. You're checking it. Eh? I, I'm pretty damn certain I'm just, I'm just thinking about something. But so so when I look at these relationships, I think that's just a general tentative thinking that's going to die anyways. But it's not quite there yet. Because like colonialism really only ended. Well, it hasn't really ended yet because there's still existing colonies and territories. So de facto, it hasn't even ended. Definitely not, but let's do an, some kind of experiment. Okay. What do you think would happen if all the former colonies will be like freed, getting independent, mm. becoming member of the country they like to? Like, okay. Right. Bad idea, like Mauritius or Seychelles, whatever, down there. Yeah. And Experiment one would be all the military bases down there and all the harbors 
just yeah abandoned no they they, they just exist Stay? that's fine okay and the other one is if they're getting abandoned and they have to leave will this cause in the end in a complete instability of the world the military base is not being used i would say yes however i would also say right now that because of the recessions and economic environment that we're currently finding ourselves in that globalization is dead and it's going to die so new trade zones and trading bodies will emerge over the next couple of years, which will really shift how trade on this planet works. And what that will cause in turn is whether or not these military bases then serve their former owners any more use when this change has occurred. That's the bigger question for me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think they should get their independence. Sure, let the militaries con- let the military bases there continue to exist on some sort of uh, uh, a leasing agreement with the independent nation that may form. That's all good and dandy. I don't see no problem with that. However, I think the the existence of these bases itself has or or is what has enabled safer trade and what has brought forward so much economic growth since the forties. Right, because the systems that were in place before was just things like the British Empire was trading with itself. There was yep. not much trade outside of that. Same thing, the French Empire and the African colonies, they were all just trading with France. Like these trading blocks existed. Same thing, Russia had their own trading blocks with its neighboring nations, but after that, there wasn't much trade. So, like, it's not global component exchange that we're used to now and what we're going back to is similar systems so in that regard i highly doubt that there is any real use to these other than forward military bases and forward military bases you're only going to employ if you can afford to and if you have an enemy that's worth pursuing in that matter and i don't think when we're going back to this localized system, what will happen in the next little while is that we're actually going to see a, 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 a localized power zones, but no real superpower in that sense. The, the decline of the states here in North America, man, that's more than apparent to me. The decline of Britain's already happened. What you're just witnessing here are just like the last little wiggles per se <laughs> the, the last little death struggles right so like these, that that that's realities to me and i think in that regard things like this are just whatever man big countries are going to fall apart new countries are going to emerge we'll see man it's, it's again an anytime <clears throat> podcast hmm well Though I do find it funny that, <laughs> sorry, I have to, I have to inject here. I do find it funny that this problem describes though the struggles with immigration and what actually the governments 
actual problem is, and that is to control citizenship, right? Mm. And how complex that is nowadays in this regard. And, 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 and the fact that like, you know, you can land there. Now you're technically in a territory that's non like a non country. That's like the same thing as that, like border region in between Sudan and Egypt. Yeah. Where, no where like, yeah, nowhere land, like what? Like you're still born on this planet. Hello. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, I don't want to say it's funny. It's more so worrisome to a degree that like you can be in, 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 in legal living limbo land. Like literally all these people are legally allowed and, and, and what they're allowed to do is just exist, farm and feed yourself. You can't work because you, you don't have a citizenship. You, you don't have bank accounts. None of that shenanigans. Then again, I mean, like somewhere in South America, like I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that live without bank accounts and shit. So, but like countries like the Cayman Islands, yeah. they have their own money. Well, yeah. They have their, they have a proper government. What is it? The Cayman dollar or something? Yeah, it's Cayman dollar. Yeah. And what was that? Like, 30, no, 80,000 inhabitants, but like 4.2 billion GDP. 80,000 inhabitants and 4.2 billion dollar GDP? Uh-huh. Or like, uh, oh, Ber Bermuda is, is quite nice because it's just 54 square kilometers with 62,000 inhabitants. It's an estimate, but 6.4 billion GDP. So you are a citizen of the Bermudas with a sovereign Great Britain, but you're not British. No. You need a passport to go everywhere you like. Yeah, yeah. And even if you have a direct flight to London, they won't You'll let still you still get fucked. Yeah. Well, I suppose that is the price you pay, right? Like, again, like, th let's think back about of Sam Bankman, Free Sam Friedman Bank, Sam, Sam, Sam Bankman Fried. The FTX. guy with the cryptos. Yeah. And like, he also <laughs> bought a bunch of houses in Bermuda and had like his own little company parts there that all went under, right? So, you know. I, I think that's the price you pay, right? For like diplomatic immunity, I want to say. But G Gibraltar is much more impressive. Well, it's like 6.5 square kilometers, yeah. 33,000 inhabitants and 3 billion GDP. Yeah. It's just I, I think what would be more interesting to see right now so is if, what the what the what the Vatican City GDP would be. If if Great Britain <laughs> yeah, would, oh, but that number is not disclosed. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Because they're pretty pretty clear numbers what the Vatican Bank is making with 
lot of land all over the world they own. It's it, it's their number one income. Land? Land. Really? I didn't know Renting that. houses. Ra oh, I think assets. I, I think they're the uh, world's biggest landlord. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah, I <laughs> because suppose, man, when you own all the churches and Members are and decreasing shit. and decreasing, but they still have money. Yeah, that's true, too. So mm -hmm. uh, what would happen if Great Britain would free all the old colonies? Say, okay, you're self-governed, all good. We don't need you anymore. Well, I mean, like you now just implied that, right? Like the ensuing financial disaster and that money like very quickly disappearing into other channels would probably be a problem. Like think about, think about that, right? Because that money would now not stay in those bank accounts, right? Yeah, it, it, it would move like what what you would basically witness if they said today, oh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna let all these little tax haven islands go. Whatever. The investor money flight and amount of liquidity that would come in the system and flood the, the financial markets, like especially in the North American market. Holy smokes, buddy prices would insta tank mm -hmm. on anything because the the whole bank system with the colonies and the yeah all the fraud shit it just, would end it just in an works instant. because they're like part of europe in the end and connected to yeah. the european banking system and exactly also to the u.s banking system exactly. so if they just are self-governed zip i because the next thing is every investor would say oh well shit like i mean i have it in that bank account there and it's stored in a nice vault and shit and life is good but like if some maniac dictator decides i'm gonna take over this little atoll of like a thousand people with a hundred fucking mercenaries <laughs> <laughs> my money's gone but you know that's the reality right so like i i certainly think that with like financial like maybe not this particular at all we're talking about right but like yeah cayman islands and, and bermuda yeah. stuff islands. like that yeah problems man problems 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 and this the amount of scandals that would also like come out i i think like if you really think about it like certain islands like cayman islands and bermuda and stuff I think there are so many people tied up in nonsense that like that can never get public. That would just be the end, like probably the end of the royal family. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you know how much the Brits love their royals, even though one is shunned yeah. over here. That's, it depends. That's dying too. I know the British you're talking to. Really? Has it changed mm -hmm. that much, sir? Not that much, but depends on. It's like a few years ago or a few decades ago, it was like a lot of them would bow for the king or the queen. Right. And now it's like, okay, another hundred million pounds 
for a coronation and 100, yeah, right. 150 million for so 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 then that brings us back as to them not feeling british right <laughs> and i guess that general sentiment in general is just dying right now I have, let me ask you this is that is is the is 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 stuff like this paid for by the British taxpayer? What the hundred million uh, coronation? Of course. Yeah. It's oh, actually. All taxes. Yeah. Oh no! Really? It's like I thought they do that for themselves, no. man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's like a it's like a, a bridezilla moment, right? No, it's hundred percent paid by taxes. Oh shit, man! Yeah, that would piss me off as a Brit too. I'm not gonna lie, man. Glad we don't have that back home. So, in the particular case of the Chagos Islands, I think you convinced me. What? Leave it it's be. Like, Just who yeah, cares, man? Sorry. Act, like... act, no, not not sorry. Probably there will be a way that they can yeah, go patience. back and honestly, patience. So you're not gonna buy your way into it while the United States have invested interest geopolitically there. Sorry, you're not. It's the last African <laughs> colony of UK. Was well, it classified as African or is it classified as South Indian? Africa. Because it's like East Indian Ocean, right? Yeah, but it's the Af so African, last okay. African colony. Well, again. Look, man, there was so much fuckery when they drew the lines of half the countries that got released in the first place. And like we talked about it in Sudan, that it's probably going to split one more, two more times. Like, you know, like in general, I think we're in an age where like over the next, I want to say over the next 50 to 100 years, you're going to see a lot of big countries just collapse and start to separate into smaller individual groups. Yeah, but, but it's something from the inside. Yeah, of course. No, no, so no, no, no. In, this is always in, internal in, problem. In the case of the colonies, it's <clears throat> from outside. Yeah, but that's the problem. You, that's what I'm saying. You, you, you may release them, and, and similar to the superpowers that we had during colonialism that benefited of having the colonies, the absence of the colonies means that eventually these superpowers will collapse. Mm-hmm. And and, 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 and and vice versa, I would argue right now, and that's why I'm saying, uh, uh, for now, the United States function because they're very much so a benefactor of the globalization and having access to all those military bases and having that naval influence and leasing these kind of islands and atolls from countries like Britain and France. However, that's about to end. And yeah, whether no, or not there's uh, another another big country just setting up colonies. Right, I know, China. <laughs> I know. But but again, this is this is what I'm implying, right? Like you may have like there's always an influence on a of a of a larger economic player onto smaller economic players on the planet. Whether or not that is militarily, economic, or geographical. Any of those are going matters that there is an interest by those powers. With China, you have it that they're building corridors and they are actually establishing their new zone of trade. They are actively building that. And they're smart by realizing it, quite frankly. Whereas 
uh, other countries and other other economic systems, I think, are completely oblivious to what's about to happen, and are oh, not even they, acting. It was like under the radar for years what they're doing. Yeah, and now. Now it's, it's coming. Doing yeah, it. yeah. Because now is the time when the when the other main powers, which is the European market and the North American market, are in decline. Yeah. So now there's going to be a shift onto in the new economic focus, and that's going to be Southeast Pacific. The meeting of the Indian and the Asian Ocean. That's that's going to be the new trade hub of the world. It's where the most population is. So as where sad, the most as sad huh? as it is. In the end, we will need the old colonies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Before uh -huh. territories. So Yeah. I mean we already if you think about it, the like the, the, the former colonists have continued to access the colonies through a neocolonial system of global trade. It hasn't changed like just because the direct governments of the colonies has changed doesn't mean that the resource flow has changed. The resources still flowed the same way. No, no, I'm not talking about slaves. I'm talking about raw materials. Yeah. And that that industrial flow has never changed in the last 150 years. The trade routes are all still the same. The trade hubs are all still the same. And the flow of raw materials to more industrialized countries still persists for them to manufacture and export shit back. Sure, we obviously export more stuff back to the colonies now. But in general, the same they're, system persists. Yeah, they're just changing the goods from time to time. Yeah, and that's it. Nothing, no, as society becomes more sophisticated, all that happened is, is the exports became more sophisticated. First, we started with people, then it became raw materials. Now it's like, uh, 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 parts. So, you know. But what I find interesting is whether or not the need for this is going to continue to exist as the current model falls apart. Because when it does, that's when you'll start seeing nobody caring about these little islands anymore. Yeah, that's right. Like, same thing, like, there's a huge argument in states right now whether or not Hawaii is going to regain independence. And the freaking natives there still want it. Yeah. They oh. want their, they want their, they want their monarchy back. They want their independence, man. Hawaii was only seized because of the First World War. I didn't know that they wanted to get their independence back. Yeah, that's been an ongoing thing in Hawaii, man. They're not happy at all. Hawaii was Hawaii was sort of taken. That 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 there was like they made a vote for it on the state side, and 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 it was just yeah. <laughs> Here is now our central access point to the Pacific Ocean. That's basically what that said. What they said, like here's here's an ideal island atoll that we can use to make an expansive buffer zone around us in the Pacific. Wasn't was boom it, uh, King Kamehameha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King some, some, some. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that that also didn't happen that long ago. Like, uh, by the way, we decided that you're now uh, U.S. territory. Exactly. 
Pretty much. And they're like, oh. I didn't know that the Hawaiians need to get their uh, independence back. It's quite interesting. So and they, up, they, they have an economic, they are an economic power because they have the tourism. tourism. Yeah. Oh, huge, 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 huge. So, I mean, the, but, but here's the problem again. And this is one of those things, right? They want their island back to live traditionally. They don't want their island back to have the tourism there. They fucking despise the American tourists. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, but it would kind of be self-destructive to, in a sense, but like it, the argument is still the same. I don't think Puerto Rico, however, wants to separate. I don't. I, I, I think they enjoy the membership to the States too much. And there's certainly no like will buy Alaska, but but yeah, as an example, just as an example, Hawaii is a great example when it comes to the United States of just recent history, them taking shit, and there's still a drive to actually separate. But if Hawaii gets independent, there could be more of the states follow. Wow, I mean, like, that was, I think, uh, oh, fuck. I think I read about this, like, two or three years ago, just before COVID, that some of the northern states started petitioning to become Canadian. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's not, it's not out there, man. Like, there's lots of states in the United... Like, it's not, like, the main... What you have to realize in the United States is there's a lot of the central states, like the um, agriculture producers, right? Most of those economies actually are surplus economies and have positive balance sheets. And they're being eaten up by fucking things like California. Yeah. Running huge, huge deficits. And they're basically saying, well, there's no economic... In I think it's like Wisconsin, Idaho... Uh, uh, North and South Dakota, a um, couple of other ones too, uh, Michigan as part of them. But they have no vested interest in staying in that union. And that's, I think this is also ultimately why the United States are doomed to fail because the economic disparity between those member states at this point is too high. Like when you look at German... German federal states, they're relatively economically speaking on par with one another. Ah, uh, no. No? You have you have big winners and big losers? Yeah, like Bavaria is paying a lot of money every year. Yeah. Well, okay, they, but... They, they have a huge economy and other states... Right. However, like when I'm talking about a differential in the economy here, I'm talking maybe at one zero. Max two. Mm -hmm. When we're talking about the economic difference between a California and a Wisconsin, California on its own as a federal, as its own republic would be the seventh largest GDP of the planet. Hmm. So. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like the, this disparate, disparate, disparency this large difference <laughs> let me rephrase <laughs> that uh, the large difference is just at this point too large 
right? Same thing, Texas is a huge, Texas itself is such a huge economy just by the oil manufacturing alone and, and uh, sorry, oil and agriculture. They have no real like need to maintain presence in the United States. And I think that's all pr- like it's similar to the EU. What I see coming for the EU is when the currency finally. Yeah, but but the the states in the middle of the US, they need access to the ocean. No, you don't. Not anymore. You don't need access to the ocean. They have Mississippi. You gain access through the Mississippi to the ocean. But you still need to pay customs. Okay. Um, okay. Hungary is still a big economy. Austria is still a big economy. Uh, the Czech Republic is still a functioning economy. Um, how many more landlocked countries you want me to name in Europe yeah, that no, are functioning economies? We have a... We have a, a yeah, we have been been. We have a uh, good. We have we have a good balanced uh, custom system, but if right. you like to to break uh, like a freed Wisconsin, you just well listen. That's the... why. That's why I think that's why the move is that it's not gonna be like if the states say the states separate. It's not gonna be like every state is gonna become its own independent government. What it's going to be is like, it's going to be multiple states that have a vested interest to come together and unify into one country. So probably out of, I'm going to say out of 50 states and territories and what, however they call their shit. um, Out of those, you might see the creation of like five to 10 countries. Effectively. Something more of the size of a country of an EU member. Mm-hmm. Similarly to where I would say Canada is bound to go the same route just because for a country with that little population to manage such a large area is near impossible. And we see in it with the fires too. They don't even have the capability to respond to half this shit. Same thing. Yeah. I think Russia is going to split into multiple, like the Russian Federation is also going to fall apart. And some of those auton- autonom- autonomic uh, 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 regions there in Siberia and shit are just gonna separate. This is gonna happen. Trust me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. There's no but. To be honest, there's no but. but for me. What? Whether he lets them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I mean, like that's 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 not a bad but actually to mention. <laughs> I'm gonna give you that one. He just says no. Yeah, no, you're not separating. <laughs> sorry. No, not sorry. I'm coming for you. No. All right. I think this was, I, I think ultimately this was still a funny episode. <laughs> <laughs> In the end. Ah, man. I, I'm, I I'm think still, it's a good reality I'm still sad check. that we can't do anything for the uh, Shogos Islanders. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm happy I convinced you that there are harsh realities in this world and that that might be a reality that nobody's interested to change. Yeah, but one of us needs to play the contra part and in that well, case, it was my turn. Victory so. shall be mine. <laughs> so thank we you can say, to, mm. Thank you to all of our listeners. I'm ranting in English. I is ranting. Oh, wasn't Not that big bad. rant today? 
I wasn't even cussing that much. No, it was fine. Good. Good. Uh, so we're done for the day. Yeah. So we say thank you to all out there. Thank you to Rob. Mm -hmm. Danke, Patrick. And I, auch ein Wort auf Deutsch geht auch. See and hear us in two weeks again. 